0: I don't know about you, but we have decided that we want to live in freedom. But we've also discovered that it's only when we are free from our pain and dysfunctions that we can be powerful over our own feelings, thoughts and emotions. So join us as we open up this ongoing conversation and share with you the real, raw and imperfect journey as we find freedom in powerful living. My name is Amy. And I'm Sam. And this is the Powerful Living Podcast. Hey there, friends. Welcome back to episode eight today of the Powerful Living podcast. If you are listening today to this episode fresh upon release, then you will know that I've been a little bit MIA here for the past few weeks. So in today's episode, I want to touch on why that has been and what Sam and I have been up to over the past month. But the primary reason for today's episode is to share with you what our latest step of faith has taught us and what I personally am learning about just living in a place of deep, deep trust in God. Um, I just want to share those with you really honestly today because it really does feel like God has had us on fast forward in terms of growth, but then like also at the same time, slow motion in terms of, working in our own strength. He slowed us down in that compartment and he's really sped us up recently in terms of living uh, from a place of deep, deep trust in him and um, in faith, which is obviously what we're called to live in as Christians and Christ followers, followers. And it's our faith that pleases God and brings a smile to his face. So I'm excited to talk to you about this today. And whether you're listening to this episode real time or at a later date, my intention is for you to leave feeling more encouraged than ever to step out in faith, to chase your dreams, to take a leap of faith, to pursue um, the big, the freedom-focused life that honors God and honors the dreams that he's put right inside of you. So what have we been up to? Well, I guess I want to talk about what this leap of faith has been and um, how did it come about and how did we know to take it in the first place. So it all started really the day after Sam's birthday when we were in the countryside up near the border of Scotland. I had booked a little like a little train journey and as a kid Sam loved trains so I thought let's book this train journey and so we went on this little train ride and we were just sitting relaxing. We had takeaway coffee with us and there was this big bend that we went around and I honestly think that now from this experience this memory will be etched in my brain forever just because of the I guess the weight of the epiphany that I had but there was this big stretch that we went around and we just had all this time to take in this amazing panoramic view of the countryside out in front of us and I had this epiphany and it was like I just got tingles in my feet and a sense of excitement in my heart and in my gut and I just realized, I just, I said to Sam, I just feel like we're ready for something new. I feel like we need to be adventurous again. And I feel like we're ready to be adventurous again. And we then talked about that a little bit more and what that might mean. And I I guess in that moment, I just felt like, you know, I really, I felt like God spoke to me. I felt like God put that kind of excitement in my belly and then just inspired me to have that conversation and so Sam and I spent the rest of the day on the train and then back at the caravan in the evening just talking about what that might mean for us and kind of just like reassessing our life I guess you know not I guess not a whole reassessing our whole life is a big thing to reassess isn't it but um we were reassessing like where we had gotten to where we were right there and then in October 2020 and we then went on to process some of the emotions that were blocking some of our dreams so we I guess what 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 happened first really was that we remembered our dreams we remembered our desires for our life for our future and so so like for our dreams and our visions it's you know really the picture of what that looks like to us Is working a kind of job that is flexible around growing our own food and raising a family. And that's really, that's the crux of our big dream for our future. And I think we kind of lost sight of that. And in that afternoon, as we kept talking after that train journey, we realized that. And we also realized some of the blocks and some of the emotions that had gotten in the way of fulfilling and working towards those dreams. And so we processed those as well. And we had some great conversations. And then that, after, that same afternoon, I, I shared with Sam in and of that, that I'd recently watched a webinar about a business, business coaching program that I was potentially interested in, in terms of starting a business myself. Um, but in this conversation, we realized that's not part of our big dream for our future. That doesn't really fit in. And so... We talked about doing that together. We talked about um, the fact that Sam is a qualified personal trainer and that he had at that point almost finished his qualification as a certified nutritionist as well. And so we kind of just started to reassess where we were going. And so I say all that to give you the background um, of this (laughs) step of faith. And so that's kind of where we were at that point in time. And then We got back from our little holiday away for Sam's birthday and we decided to sign up to this business program for a a free one hour phone call to see if they were right for us and we were right for them as well. And so we had that phone call at that point in time. And this is where I'll talk about the kind of where the leap of faith really came in in a little bit. But we had 30 pounds in our bank account, full transparency, full disclosure, um, because we would just paid for my visa to be in the UK long term. So we just paid for that. We had £30 left in our bank account. We had some tax coming back from Australia. So we knew we'd have a little bit more money soon. But at that moment in time, we had £30 to our name. We did this business call, uh, coaching program call, and we figured that we were very much right for the program. And the program was very much right for us. But it was a large investment, much more money, obviously, than what we had. A lot a lot, a lot more money than what we had. I think we didn't even need to speak to each other. It was more just like a look of like, we have already committed to the vision and the dream that God has placed deep in our hearts. You know, that time away that we had for Sam's birthday, we realized that that was something that, it was just like a conviction. It was a deep conviction. He, it was like he led us to that point by giving me that kind of itchy feeling in my feet and excitement in my tummy. And through the conversation we had that evening, we just made the decision that, we want to chase these dreams that he's placed in our heart. And so when we were presented with how much this business coaching program would be, we were just like, all right, how do we make this work?" And so we were able to make it work, and we we paid for the program and we signed up and we got started. And it was then all or nothing, really. We made the decision that this was plan A and there was no plan B. And so Sam, took two and a half weeks, all of his accrued time off for the year for work. He took all of his time off and that's when we decided to put this podcast down for a couple of weeks, hence my missing in actionness. And then Sam's recently gone back to work and the past week and a bit. He's been back at work now. So, over the past month, we have been going through this business coaching program, which is a sales and marketing program, and we are working towards setting up a business. We haven't been super vocal about that anywhere and Part of the reason for that is because Sam's still working in his job and needs to stay employed in his job until my visa comes back. Sam is using his personal training qualification, his, I mean, his life experience as a trainer and also just uh, his own health journey, as well as his nutrition certification, essentially to create an online program for a very niche group of people to help them lose weight in a very holistic way. So that's essentially what he's going to be doing and I'm helping him in the back end of that to run that business and support him as he does that until we start a family. So all in all, I just wanted to share all of that to give you a little update of where we've been, what we've been up to, and we are very excited, obviously, I guess I just wanted to take the next part of this podcast to just share about what God has taught us through this season and what he's really redefined in, well, in me particularly. In all of that, we did have to address a lot of our mindsets that had previously held us back from taking a leap of faith like this. And so in hindsight, we can now see how our growth before the course came along actually cultivated receptivity in us for Sam. He had come over the the other side of a huge mountain of shame that um, we actually talked about in the previous episode that we recorded two weeks before this one about boundaries. And I would 100% recommend going back and listening to that episode because it's honestly the most important thing that we feel like we can share with you on this podcast in this season of our lives. God has taught us so much through putting boundaries in place. And we really, really, really do believe that it's, it's biblical. It's a biblical way of not just doing relationships. But of honouring our relationships and just setting them up to flourish and also crucially honouring ourselves as and who we are as well. So God really did lead us to a place of being ready for something new before the new things came along. And that just blows my mind because it goes to show how much he cares about our deep dreams and desires in our hearts, even more than we do. Because the thing is, Sam and I had honestly really lost sight of what we deeply believed and desired for our lives. And I don't know, maybe it was just a result of 2020. I don't know if you can relate with that, probably, I would assume, but living in so much uncertainty. And I think that's what it was. I think we were just focused on being comfortable because comfortable is safe, right? And if we can focus on holding onto a few key elements in our lives that keep us comfortable because we're safe from the chaos of the world, then I think we're going to do that, particularly when there is a lot of chaos around us. But I guess my my revelation over the past month has been that God is so kind because even when we personally lose sight of our own deep desires and dreams for our future, he never did and he never does. And when we weren't even praying for provision for those things when we weren't even thinking about them or trying to get them ourselves, God was actually leading us there. So like I said, Yes, we invested a lot of money into this program and there's no plan B for us. But the biggest step of faith for us has actually been stepping out of our comfort zone because really, I think when you decide to step out of your comfort zone, all the other things you do from that point on kind of just flow out of being out of your comfort zone and being in a new and unfamiliar place space. They f- it flows out of the faith that you've already decided upon when you made the initial decision to step out of your comfort zone. And I guess once you've made that decision to step out of your comfort zone, investing, sacrificing, changing direction, it all flows from there. So when we decided that we would pursue a business primarily run by Sam and you know, and then grow a family, the decision to invest in the business course came from a result of first deciding to pursue that life for ourselves. And the decision to sacrifice Sacrifice our time came from there. And the decision to borrow money from family came from there. And the decision to meditate daily and work on our mindset daily came from there. The decision to register a company and step out and do that came from there. The decision um, for me to not pursue business or not pursue a career came from there. All of these secondary decisions were steps of faith too. That is, that's true. They do feel, you know, the, none of those things were easy steps to take. But my point is that those steps of faith were all fueled by the initial step of faith, which was the initial decision that we're going to pursue a life of freedom and a life of you know, the the life that we deeply dream for and desire. And we're going to take a leap of faith and we're going to believe that we can have that life and that God's given us those dreams and desires and that he is able to get us there and supply our needs and guide us and direct us in getting there. And it's not all on our strength and it might look too big to figure out ourselves, but it doesn't matter because it is God who's directing our steps and he's the one that's lighting our path. So what I've realized is that, you know, the steps of faith that follow the initial decision Which I'd probably more so refer to, you know, that first decision as the leap of faith. It's more exercising the faith muscle. So, that first leap of faith is where the anchor is. And because the decisions were made with so much conviction, we're now doing whatever we need to do. And it's just fueled by, it's just fueled us and it, you know, it's keeping us going. But that initial leap of faith didn't actually have any action attached to it. The action has been what has needed to follow. Because you obviously need to take action on your decisions to get anywhere, but each action has actually been more of a test of our faith rather than a stepping out of faith. And the faith is in the initial decision, and the initial decision was that we're going after a life that we deeply dream about and we deeply desire, and we're going to trust God implicitly to bring that dream to fruition. So every step that we take is an opportunity for us to either declare, yes, God, I trust you. This is unfamiliar to me, but I'm not in control. I don't have a 10-step plan. I don't know the next step, but I know that this is the step I need to take right now today. And I trust you with all of the other unknowns. I trust your timing. I trust your provision. I trust your plan. I trust the process. I trust that you wanna take me to my dreams and my desires even more than I want to get there. And I trust that you love me. I trust that you care about me. I trust that you have good things for me. I trust that my life of purpose is found actually in the dreams and desires that you've placed in my heart. That's what we're declaring when we exercise those faith muscles, when we take those steps after we've made that initial leap of faith. And that, I guess that initial revelation, that initial conviction, whatever you want to call it, that initial leap, everything after there is exercising the faith muscle and declaring time and time again, I trust you, Lord. But then the question is, I guess I've looked back and asked myself is, well, why did we take that leap of faith in the first place? And how do you take that leap of faith in the first place? Well, it came out of a very honest conversation about our personal fears and insecurities. It came out of us confessing to each other that we were individually both living in a place of safety and comfort because of our own fears and our, you know, our fear of failure and our search for validation in the wrong places, but ultimately that came down to a lack of trust in God, because by living in a place of predictability and comfort, we were not declaring with our actions that we believe God could guide us and provide for us and, you know, provide that life of our dreams. But the fact of the matter is really that we don't know how to get there, but God does. That's the point. God does. And he's the one that's placed those dreams and desires in our heart. And he's the one that knows how to get us there. So, Our inaction was actually showing us that we weren't living with the faith that God would get us there. And, you know, realizing that and having an honest conversation with each other about our fears and our insecurities was one side of the coin of what got us there and I think Having that conversation, what that did is, you know, it's just, I guess it just brought to the surface and it brought into the light, hey, we're not trusting God here. And that led us to make the decision, well, we want to trust God. Let's do that. But you have to kind of first realize that in some areas of your life, you're not, I think, in order to then be motivated and spurred on to take a leap of faith. So that was one side of the coin. Now, the other side of the coin is actually completely understandable. And I want to share this because I don't at all want to put any pressure on anyone or influence anyone out of feelings of guilt to make a decision to feel like I'm not living with faith and then step out and actually step out of a place of fear and condemnation rather than conviction and revelation. So I think it's important to share that for us, the other side of the coin is that you know, this has been a stressful year and buffering that stress and all of the newness in our lives with comfort in the areas that we could control has, I believe, personally been necessary as well. And so I don't have any feelings of, you know, oh my gosh, we should have done this sooner or what were we doing. No. You know, the truth is that this year has been nuts for us. We moved across the world <laughs> at the start of the year. That involves selling almost everything we owned, which for me was the third time that I had done that. It it was a permanent move. So I also had huge emotions around, you know, finally making the call to leave my family behind and settle in the UK. Sam moved to the UK with the intention of going self-employed as a personal trainer. And then, you know, so within a few weeks of moving back here to the other side of the world, he began to set up a business. We were temporarily staying with a friend in the meantime, and we still weren't sure where we would be living permanently. We then found out that Sam couldn't be self-employed <laughs> and meet the financial financial. financial requirements for my visa within six months time and I was going to have to leave the UK at that point in six months time and you know then he had to find a job quickly and by that point the time was clicking on how much ticking on how much longer I could be here and how long I could be in the UK before I'd have to leave and apply for my visa in Australia and then Sam got a job and we decided to move in with his parents. Um, I know I'm going on and on here but honestly this is our year And I think it's important to keep perspective and remember that. And I think it's important that you do the same. So, you know, after we moved in with his parents, we went into lockdown. I had a meltdown. (laughs) Our marriage had been seriously neglected emotionally over the past couple of months because of everything that was going on. And living with his parents brought up a whole host of triggers for Sam and me as well. And, you know, then that gave us more to work on in our marriage. And we did work on those things and we had massive breakthrough and we did the marriage course by HTB, which was incredible. And it really did strengthen those areas where we just had breakthroughs. Um, And then we discovered that, you know, all of this time we're we're expecting that I'm going to have to come back, move back to Australia to wait and apply for my visa and then come back to the UK. And then we find out that I'm probably not going to have to do that, but we're still not sure. And then we get in touch with a local MP and we wait for the letter to come back. And, you know, then we move out of Sam's parents' place and we come out of lockdown and we find somewhere to rent. Um, But before that, the first, two places we thought we were going to rent both fell through and so that was a process as well and then we found the flat that we're in now and then after that we found out that I wouldn't have to go back to Australia to apply for my visa praise the lord and then we spent the next month making it our own and settling in and then the next month after that was where we settled and we really got comfortable and we weren't setting our sights very far and we we essentially settled and we were you know we were already I guess just kind of where we were already is where we'd set our sights and that was kind of it you know Sam's job and what I was doing with YouTube and and that was it and it was the month after that that we went away for Sam's birthday and we realized that we had settled with comfort we had become closer friends with comfort than faith and now like that was a spiel and I know that and I'm sorry if it felt like I went on and on, but I say all that to paint the picture of what life has looked like for us personally in 2020. And I cannot imagine that anyone would be shocked by that because I imagine all of you listening right now have had a very similarly crazy year in your own way. I think it's important that we all, I guess, just keep perspective. I just don't think it's helpful to beat ourselves up for becoming closer friends with comfort than with faith. And I know that's not the life that I want to live and it's not the life that we're called to live. And it's probably not the life that you want to live either. We, We want to live coupled with faith, you know, arm in arm with faith every single day and not comfort. But I also don't think it's helpful to beat ourselves up when we don't do that. I I hope you hear what I'm saying here. So I guess what I'm not saying is like throw out all your comfort, you know, you faithless Christian, right? (laughs) No, that is not what I'm saying at all. And I've got to be clear about that because faith is not stepping out of comfort and into the land of the unknown out of a place of condemnation or fear. That is actually stepping out in fear. Stepping out in faith is coming to the revelation yourself that God is leading you to step out. And yes, of course, he is always pleased by our faith because as we live in faith every single day, we are living with a heart posture of trusting in God and committing our ways to him in all we do. But if you've been through a crazy and full on year like we have, please do not discount the small daily acts of faith. Your faith is stunning and precious to God. You're waking up and saying good morning to him and trusting him. Him to give you the strength you need to shower and brush your teeth and eat your breakfast and brush your hair is precious to him when that is what you need the strength for. That is still stretching your faith muscles, so to speak. That's still flexing them and keeping them working and active. But what I want to do with this episode today is also encourage you to step out of the boat when you do feel or notice. Or get some kind of epiphany like I did on that train in the countryside that God has actually been preparing you and leading you towards a bigger step of faith. And when you do realize that the conviction of your initial decision to step out in faith will fuel the future actions that you need to take and inject those with faith even though those actions are very likely outside your comfort zone and you will feel your body and your mind kicking and screaming as a result. Our emotions, our thoughts, our actions, they're all interlinked. So what happens and what I've found over this past month is that when we step out in faith, our 95% subconscious doesn't really know what to do and it starts fighting back because its job is to keep us safe, right? Our brain knows that safety equals comfort because We've, you know, if we're we're comfortable with something, it's because it hasn't been dangerous in any way and that's going to keep us safe and that's going to keep us alive and that's fine and that's great because that's what the brain's job is. So what I've found incredibly useful over the last month to combat this and to try to not combat it, but really to work with it and to um, help my brain come on the journey is meditation silence, contemplation and visualization. So every morning Sam and I have been sitting in a quiet place. We've just been we've been engaging with our awareness. We've been processing our emotions and setting an intention for the day so that our subconscious brain knows that we're you know what we're up to today and how we're going to tackle it and alongside that a scripture that I have leaned on and meditated on through this past month has been Proverbs 16:9, which in the Passion Translation says within your heart you can make your plans but the Lord chooses the steps you take to get there and this is what I want to say to close today The Lord knows the plans we make in our hearts. Our Father in heaven knows what our dreams and desires are. He knows the desires of our hearts. So, at this point in my faith, my personal conviction is that my responsibility is to remind myself of those dreams and desires that are in my heart and that are unique to me, not comparing myself or wishing that I had what others have or remembering their desires, but remembering the desires that are in my heart that are unique to me. What is not my responsibility is figuring out how to get there and planning every every step of the way. And that's something that I've really struggled with. It's not my responsibility. That's God's responsibility. That's what his word says. His word says that the Lord chooses the steps that you will take to get there. God has promised us that he will choose our steps. He will light our path. He will show us how and when. And I think especially when is important to touch on and remember, because I have had to work really hard on my subconscious over the past month because I found myself in my meditations literally praying, God, this is my dream, this is my desire, XYZ, all of the things that that entails. And this is what I want it to happen by. This this is the timeline, God. And my advice to you, you know, if you are anything like me in that regard, which if you're human, you probably are, is to remember what your responsibility is and what God's responsibility is. You know, wouldn't you want to leave it to God anyway? I mean... If that's his area of expertise, then let's leave it to him. Let's trust God with how and when, and let's focus on what, because that is what he's given us capacity for. He's given us the capacity to imagine and create and dream. That's what we can do. And so I'd encourage you today to think about what your dreams are, to dig up those deep desires in your heart, and then to bring them before God and have the faith to trust him that he is going to show you what steps to take. He's going to choose the steps for you and he's going to say here this step and you don't need to worry about the next 10 steps. You just need to worry about that one step. But I also I just want you to remember as well that if you've had a rough 2020, which you probably have because everyone has been affected in one way or another, big or small, but I think it's important to remember that and have grace for ourselves and be compassionate towards ourselves and not just don't condemn yourself in any way shape or form for for not having stepped out in more faith this year. If you haven't, don't underestimate or undermine the small daily steps of faith that you've taken as well. That's it for today's episode. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for being with me today. I'm looking forward to getting back into recording these episodes. It's a beautiful process, um, reflecting on everything that God is doing in my heart, in our lives. And I'm excited to keep reflecting on that and keep sharing it with you in the hope that it might encourage you and spur you on. um, And also, I guess, do something in me as well as I reflect. And I constantly, through every episode, remember the goodness of God and remember everything that he's doing in our lives as well and I would love to hear I would absolutely love to hear what he's doing in your life too if you've got any stories of stepping out in faith over 2020 you know maybe you've been far better at it than I have this year I would really love to hear those and I'd really love to share them as well if that's okay so yeah send me a message and let me know I'd love to hear from you have a wonderful rest of your day whatever you're doing and I will see you in the next episode bye now